Welcome to Fold in the Cheese, the recipe for fantasy football success. We are your hosts, two average dudes, watched a lot of football, played a lot of fantasy football, and our wives told us to get real jobs. And uh, we said pass. We'd much rather talk about football instead, so here we are. Uh, this is a podcast for those who are just starting in the fantasy football. We want to bring some knowledge to help you get started. We'll be here along with you on the whole journey throughout the season, checking in, checking in with players and seeing who we should sit, who we should start, all that fun stuff. And for those who are a little more advanced, don't worry, we got some stuff for you too. Yeah, so if you're a casual fantasy player and you're tired of not winning, we're going to change that for you. If you never played before and you feel like, hey, I think I'd like to play this and I think I'd like to win my first time through, we're here for you too. Let's make this happen. Get some W's. Let's get it. Welcome back to Fold in the Cheese. Kemper Troll on the microphone today, coming off of the holiday hangover. A lot of napping, a lot of carbs, a lot of trip to fam. <laughs> Sluggishly working my way back in today, and I'm joined as always by the Cyclops to my Wolverine. Teacher's pet got cold feet. Anytime, pretty boy. What up, Ethan Gelfan? I mean, just the amount of snacking I did, it was really uncanny. It's just the fact that it's always just there. It's just always food sitting out. I think this is the one time of the year where it just the opulent, not a word. Opulent is not a word. Opulent? Is that the word? <laughs> opulent is a word. I don't know that, is that what, what you're about to say. Right? Is, I don't know about what you're about to say, if it's going to work, but the go for it. The I'm thinking of is actually copious. There it is. Uh, copious <laughs> i was i was in the ballpark the copious amounts of food just always out i think that was my biggest thing is like oh it's out i might as well eat some so that was my thing yeah it's like uh i need a quick snack i'm just gonna grab some mashed potatoes and corn <laughs> like <laughs> it's, a good it's just, you're just, just sitting there right? i'm just gonna throw some gravy in there i'm just gonna drink some gravy you know what i'm, I'm a little thirsty and hungry i'm just gonna drink some gravy you want to know what's crazy is my wife does not like gravy, but I have thrown it onto my son. He loves gravy. He will just have, hey, dad, can I just have some noodles and gravy? I'm like, ooh, I'm not even mad. Yes, you can. Yes, you <laughs> yes. can. You got to give him some beef stroganoff then, right? Oh, I basically love some beef stroganoff. Throw a in little bit pit. of extra beef in here. Yeah, from the pit. Beef stroganoff in the pit was amazing. I wonder if Anthony Covington cooked that. He was my omelet man. Alpina was good for you? Yeah, man. It's good Thanksgiving. Uh, a lot of food. Of course, like for another thing, it's always just those mixes, like those snack mixes. It's like have, cool. if you, I know you're a Costco guy. So uh, Kyle, we've mentioned him before, and his family brought this um, this snack mix from Costco. It was like Reese's Pieces, chocolate chips. Uh, I think it was peanut butter chips, like peanuts and pretzels. I mean, basically, oh, yeah. what could be bad about that? I just found myself every time I'd walk by that bowl. <laughs> boom covid bowl yeah. boom give me that <laughs> really was. no i had gloves and i was uh sanitizing course, tongs piece. did you use the tongs as well at the buffet yeah. oh yeah. yeah my finger tongs <laughs> your finger tongs it's little pinchers <laughs> god gave them to me um yeah I, a little sweet and salty man that's where it's at so uh jamie's mom will make a lot of time she well she makes like a huge thanksgiving dinner and there were just yeah Jamie's parents and the four of me and my family that was it this year <laughs> same amount of food as always all right uh, so just a massive like turkey and ham and Ooh. mashed potatoes and gravy and corn and rocket rice casserole and all just I mean all stuffing all the stuff right. But a lot of times like during Christmas especially she will make a giant bowl of like a homemade Chex mix kind of thing. Oh yeah, I would just classic. I would just get after that stuff. Oh yeah, that's what we yeah. will be doing for Christmas. Kirsten loves that stuff and she loves making it, so we'll just have copious. Amounts of checks mix, <laughs> opulent amounts of check. Maybe you'll have what? an opulent checks mix, like a, it'll be like caviar and uh, gold flex or something. So is opulent like fancy? Like just yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yes, I was definitely not thinking opulent. Oops, <laughs> that was great though. That was great. Well, did you simmer down a little bit because you were coming in pretty hot going up to Thanksgiving? I thought I was a little worried there was going to be throwing yeah. fisticuffs. No, I, I did. You know, the, the four hour drive literally gave me a chance to settle down. And um, yeah, <laughs> especially we should have called you Wolverine. Actually, you should have been Wolverine, I guess. Like, last but week. It was, but here's the kicker. So, you know, we get we left early in the morning and then we get off the road. And what game is first? What Thanksgiving game was first? The Lions the won Lions. pride. And so, of course, I'm in Lion country. And then my 
you know, my family loves the Lions. And, uh, you know, so then we're getting fired up watching that game and how terrible the Lions are and how they cannot win a game ever. So that didn't really help in the fired upness because I'll, I'll feed off of Kyle and Kirsten's dad and, you know, all and the fam. So, yeah, that, that kind so of. So are you help. at this point? So I know how it is to move to a new city, but still have a team. Yes. Like I was still had St. Louis for a hot minute there when the Rams were still there. And I was like, oh, and Titans, Rams, like, who do I pull for here? Well, then they made it easy on me. The Rams moved to L.A. and they're dead to me, so that's <laughs> fine. I'm in and on Titans. That's my team. But you've got two now, right? And so, obviously, if they played each other, you probably have to go back to your roots and be like, I'm a Patriots fan. But oh, can yeah. you get can you get fired up for the Lions? Or are you sort of like, I'm sort of playing a game here? Like, what is it? How does it work for you? Well, yeah, 100%. First of all, the Patriots, if they ever play the Lions again, it's all Patriots. But I think... I can get behind the lions when I'm with other lions fans. Yeah. But if I'm just sitting at home on a Sunday and it's just me, I'm not, if, if the lions, the only game on like, yeah, I'll watch some, but it's not like I'll be getting all fired up and invested. Like, Oh, come on. Khalif Raymond's like, what is happening? Where's Quentin Cephas when you need him? Um, Where's Khalifa Raymond? <laughs> so yeah, I think it, it, it depends on my company and then I'll, I'll pull for them and just kind of feel that like, Oh, that's so sad for them. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I mean, it's sort of um, sort of part of living there. Right? It's just part of the it comes to the territory. Yeah. They'll grow on you, I think, over time, and you'll you'll become more of a fan, I would guess. I don't think you have well, to leave your roots, right? But I was going to say, if you're, if you remember, this is my second stint in Michigan in the state True. of. Because prior to Penn State, I worked at Central Michigan. So I was here for five years then. And yeah. that was also the year they went winless. So <laughs> let me just say, like, in my two stints of living in Michigan, so far they are oh and what is it twenty seven? It was something like yeah, that. You're, yeah, I'd say you're the curse, but um, it, it's I really I'm a curse though. If you really think about it, so obviously the Lions are terrible. When I moved to Michigan, then I moved to Penn State. We're not going to say any names, but we know what happens there. Literally within three months of me getting the job at Penn State, I the uh, he who should not be named happens. Yeah. And then, um, I feel like there was something that happened then when I moved. Oh, yeah, I moved back here to Michigan. COVID. Good times. <laughs> appreciate that as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, true. You are you are the problem. I'm just you're sinking this podcast. I'm a yeah. harbinger of uh, destruction, I guess. So now you're just trying to make up for not knowing what opulent meant. Yeah, yeah. I'm now I'm just throwing to, big words out. Hoping to recoup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, That's a very smooth, just that straight lace kind of leader. Just like, oh, yeah, let me show you how, how good and important I am at leading everybody. In my highfalutin education, I, I learned words like harbinger. Harbinger is probably one of the uh probably one of the the villains in X-Men, wasn't it? <laughs> I feel like that was a, that would be a, actually be a really good Marvel name. That actually would be a good name. I mean, there's a Mr. Sinister. That was the main X-Men villain. Or obviously there's Mag- you know, Magneto. Magneto, yeah. Yeah. But there's a Mr. Sinister. Juggernaut. I mean, these are... Harbinger would fit right in. You remember the Juggernaut bitch that, that sketch oh, yeah. came out when we were like in college? <laughs> that was I'm the, the Juggernaut, bitch. I'm the Juggernaut. But then they actually tried to put it into the third movie, and it was terrible. It's like, oh, gosh. Now you're just pandering, and it was so yeah. bad. Sorry, yeah. Vinnie Jones. You are, I love Vinnie Jones, but as the juggernaut in that line, so bad. Leave the comedy to the internet trolls. All right. Yes. Yes. Um, how about how about those Wake Forest Demon Deacons winning the yes, ACC Atlantic sir. this weekend? Huh? Heading to the championship this weekend for the ACC. Who would, uh, who, I mean, I know the ACC is a little down this year, but let's be honest. When sep- August, September rolled around, did we anybody foresee these Wake Forest Demon Deacons being in the championship game? Don't say you gonna, did. I'm not going to raise the hands over here, but and I'm, that's me every year, though, to be honest. Right. <laughs> I'm always like, I think we got a shot. You know, I think we could take Clemson this year. And it's like, even when Clemson sucks, football. we get smoked. Yeah. <laughs> we get smoked. Whatever. Um, no, I, thought they were, awesome. I thought the schedule, other schedule was pretty weak. So I thought I thought 10 wins was within the realm of possibilities. Um, For sure. So I'm not totally stunned by that. We have a good, we have a good squad. But at the same time, you got to win them. Even though it's not the strong, you still got to win them. You see how many upsets there were this year. And. Oh my no, gosh! You yeah. can't you can't literally write anybody off. Shoot, uh, Alabama almost losing to Auburn. I know that's not like <clears throat> as a, those are two high profile teams, but it's just showing like Auburn, yeah, Auburn with a backup quarterback and they've lost three or four games already. You know, like that's not the same Auburn team you're used to seeing in the Iron Bowl. Yeah, that was a ridiculous end too. But anyway, back to our geeks. <laughs> yes, they're going against Pittsburgh. First of all, who would have thought coming out of that side would be Pittsburgh, but, right? 
I'm sure the uh, network is loving this matchup. <laughs> they, uh, this is exactly what happened when we went in 2006. It was, it was Wake versus Georgia Tech, and everyone's just like, where's <laughs> Miami, Florida State, Clemson, like Virginia Tech, literally anyone else? <laughs> but hey, it's a 9-6 nine, field goal fest, so there you go. Oh God, that's right, but that Georgia Tech team had Calvin Johnson, man. Yeah, but they didn't throw the ball. They ran the option. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He was on the team. <laughs> he, he was, was on, on the team. team. They, used to get, like, they used to get like stud receivers for several years, and you're just like, why would anyone go to Georgia Tech? They don't throw it. So again, Calvin Johnson is a a god here in Detroit. So that's true. That's true. Shout out to the receiver ever. the Lions. Shout out to the Lions. If, if, well, if only he had a good number two receiver. If only he had someone better than Nate Burleson. Hate, 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 Kyle just turned off the episode. He's done. Yeah, he's done now. All right, let's let's get to some news and notes here. We're going to recap the game, some of the games. We're going to recap some of the injuries. Unfortunately, had some big ones this week. I got some blind resumes to get to. Waiver wires and the Yahoo League matchup. It was rivalry week, part three, really, at this point. It was like part three and our NFL teams going into it, but we'll get into that in a little bit. But yeah, so it really was a true true. rivalry week. Why can I not say rivalry? Rivalry is a tough word to say. That's when you try and yell it and say it. Rivalry. That's when you just go, rivalry, rivalry, (laughs) rivalry. So the big news is Christian McCaffrey done for the year on IR for the second time. That guy. I mean, it's been... What a what a rough year and a two half, years, really. Really two years. Two years I mean, in a row. No, he was out all year last year. He played three he was total out of games. Yeah. Sure he was out of ten last year. He's not what I would typically consider an injury prone guy. I mean, the first couple no. of years in the league, he wasn't banged up ever, you know, and then all of a sudden he's just like all the time he's hurt. So But yikes. would you look at it in his first year or two, he probably didn't have the same amount of usage he's getting now, but you're right. He wasn't injury prone. Um he still got a lot of usage, but not nearly the amount he was getting now. But still, yeah, yeah, and and obviously, the more usage you get, the more opportunities you have to hurt yourself. It's not like he just wore down and got injured, but I think you know every time he touches the ball, there's a chance you're going to tweak an ankle or pull a hammy or something. So, but it is ironic, and I can't remember if you and I were talking about this that he was kind of the first in college to say, "I'm sitting out the bowl game because I don't want to get hurt for my NFL career." And yep. so it's ironic he sits yep. out, and now he's in the NFL career. He's getting hurt, so yeah. maybe, maybe he was he onto something. something or yeah, he's getting punched for it. Who knows? He's like, I can feel it in these little weak bones I have. I'm I'm gonna get injured, <laughs> Mr. Glass. <laughs> <day now>. <laughs> yeah. So uh, enter Chuba Hubbard for the second time in long stint here to finish off the season. We'll see how it goes. Yes. Uh, Dalvin Cook, your boy Dalvin Cook, another guy who is constantly guy. banged up. This he guy. hurt the shoulder on his. I guess his good arm this <laughs> year. He's got, he's got one shoulder injury now, but his other shoulder, his left shoulder, is the one that has historically had a big issue. And that's the one he hurt this time that was the more healthy of the two going into this game. So he's dislocated his shoulder, um, getting some more MRIs. He's probably going to miss some time. I would expect at least a couple of weeks here. I think I'm just also talking about Harbinger. I think I'm just a Harbinger for Dalvin Cook. Literally the two years I've ever had him always gets hurt. So good on me. Well, yeah, I think everyone else who's ever had him would tell you the same thing. <laughs> Not last year. Dang it. Last year he was a stud. Yeah, that's true. Um, so Alexander Madison is your boy there coming in, and we've seen him before. Know he will ball out. And Need him too. Zeke Elliott, uh, Zeke Elliott also kind of banged up. He plays through it. He's playing through it. He's got a knee issue. He's kind of said like, hey, as long as they tell me they need me to play, I'm out there. I'll go. If they right. tell me they want me to sit, I'll sit. And so it's like, okay, should someone be making like a responsible decision here? <laughs> doctor be coming in? Yeah. Does, does anyone else like Zeke's like not going to take himself out of the game, but he's clearly hurt. So I don't know. There's some conversation about maybe sitting him for a week or two just to get him healthy. Um, obviously, <laughs> they would have been more comfortable doing that if the team had actually won against the Raiders. Right. Yeah, you know, that would help. The Broncos at home, like they lost a couple of games they shouldn't have lost. And so they're kind of like, shoot, like we thought we'd be, you know, 10 and 2 right now. And, We'll talk Not. about him just just wanting to keep playing even if it's hurt, kind of nerding out here, kind of like a Wolverine who's, as we all know, his claws are made of what? Metal. Adamantium. His whole adamantium are yeah. made of adamantium metal. Yet he yeah. always wants to go against Magneto. Let me go fight this guy where his one power is. I can control everything metal. Like, yeah. uh, Wolverine, not a great idea, bud. Uh, Zeke, not a great idea playing hurt, but hey. Zeke is kind of like Wolverine, really, and he's got the beard going, and yeah, nice. he's... He's kind of like Wolverine. He's a tough He's little there. dude. He, uh, I, I 
selfishly, like I've got him on a couple of teams. And I, I really do need him to play, but I've also got Pollard in those teams. So I'm kind of like, you know what? It's probably in my best interest. If they sit him, then you're not number one. You're not splitting carries between the two of them. So you get right. all one running back. Pollard has had a lot and of Pollard's, birds this year. He's looked yeah, really he's damn a, good. Just as equally good. So I would have no problem if he would. I think, as you said, yeah, you would rather them fully sit Zeke so you can have a full Tony Pollard workload. And Zeke gets healthy and it's good for the playoff run. It's yeah. interesting because you and I all year have kind of held each other's backups. And I've <laughs> exactly. had Madison and you've had Pollard. <laughs> and this week I was like, in part because I was getting nervous about Zeke's knee. I was like, man, he's he's banged up. He's still playing. And I was like, let's go ahead and make that deal. Knowing good and well, not not only that Zeke was kind of banged up, but I was like, you know good and well having but Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. Cook yeah. At any given time, he could go down, right? And so you're, you got to be nervous too. Well, we made the trade. We traded Tony Pollard for Alexander like Madison straight up. We got each other's, we got our backups now, and they both get hurt. I <laughs> <laughs> was glad we did that. <laughs> uh, so that sucked. Uh, my man Debo going down with a groin injury. Thankfully, not too serious, but it looks like he's right. definitely going to miss a week or two. Um, running back sucks. Debo Samuel, not wide receiver, running back Debo Samuel got hurt. I, I just I haven't watched him in a game where he's been a full time running back, but he's he's full time running back. I mean, he's really he's catching yeah. like one ball a game now, and he's carrying the ball like nine times. I mean, it's it's, it's wild. Bizarre. He had two rushing touchdowns, and like I don't know. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. He did. I know you're aware, but um, <laughs> so he's going to be out probably one to two weeks. Uh, I'd say even more work for Kittle, even more work for Ayuk. Elijah Mitchell's yeah. already getting twenty carries a game, and he's looking really good. So. I don't know if it's going to change the offense other than those pass catchers are going to get a little bit more work, uh, which is good for them, you know, and then maybe yeah. Debo hopefully is healthy for the playoffs. So I'm going to need him back. Stop being so selfish, Debo. Time to sit and look what you've done. Let someone else carry the ball. Um, we found out before the game started, AJ Brown was going on IR. So he's out for two more weeks now. And that was uh, a little surprising. I mean, I think he was questionable going into this game. This has happened a lot this year. They'd be like, yeah. I might play this week. Oh, no, I'm on IR now. You know, like, yeah. how do you go from like, I might play to now I'm going to miss three weeks? It's just now it's making it's making me even more worried about freaking DeAndre Hopkins. Like, is he just all of a sudden going to show up on IR the morning that's, of the game? Dude, that's what I was saying. That's why I was nervous to try and trade him. I was like, he could never come back. You know, the good thing know. is he's been sitting for this long now and he just came off his buy. So I'm hoping he's good. Anyway, AJ yeah. Brown. Luckily, I also just unloaded him. <laughs> Oh, that's right. I forgot you traded him. He was part of that Fortnite deal, wasn't he? Yeah. So that kind of sucked for me. Yeah. But we'll get into that deal later. Win some, you lose some. Darren Waller left the game with a knee injury. Um, the MRI said he avoided a major injury. He has an IT band strain, which I had to listen to some other analysts talk about what this thing is. <laughs> this is some kind of band that runs from your hip all the way down to your um, tibia. And so I get my wife on here. She could tell us exactly that strength. That, that's actually totally true. Um, he's going to miss probably a week or two. He could miss a week or two. They said he could play. We'll see. I mean, keep, keep this one monitored. The good news is if he does sit Foster Moreau filled in for him earlier this year when he missed a game and it was like six for 16, a touchdown. I mean, it was like kind of like the exact same role. He's not as good as Darren Waller, obviously, but it's the same role. Uh, offense will still kind of run through him. So, uh, you may not have to pick him up and he may go unclaimed on waivers, but if you get later in the week and you see Waller's not going to play Foster Moreau's your guy, Deandre Swift, uh, shoulder strain. This sucked during Thanksgiving. I was watching this game obviously. And you know, of course I had him in our do it bet and I was like, no, yeah. <laughs> do not go down in the first quarter or whatever it was. Right. And he's like at three points. I was like, great. Um, he could potentially miss a week or two, or he could play. Is another one we got to monitor. Jamal so Williams, which means, which means he's going on the IR. He could miss a week or two, or yeah, could probably. play. Oh, IR. <laughs> when your team is over, I don't see why you wouldn't put someone like that in IR. Just get him healthy. This is your future. Yeah, right. But Jeez. anyway, they, uh, Jamal Williams is relevant again. So he he was real hot beginning of the year. He kind of just faded away. And if he's going to get the bulk of the work, he's going to be a, a pretty big time pickup. We had Miles Sanders going down with an ankle issue early. Not sure how severe it is. Boston Scott kind of received the work after he left. Keep an eye on that one. Uh, again, it's not like he was a stud for you, but when he came back from IR, we mentioned he's got a he great was, schedule. They're yeah. running the ball a lot more now, and he was running well. He was so, looking good. Yeah, he's looking pretty good. Um, last night, J.D. McKissick took a knee to the helmet and had to be carted off. This was kind of scary. Uh, probably I would, I would assume concussion protocol, I'd say very questionable this week. And, um, from there, I think you see more passing down work for Gibson, which is, which is good for a Gibson owner. Yeah. 
Uh, Jarrett Patterson is also maybe getting mixed in there, but yeah. I was going to say Gibson was finally showing signs of life again. He had a big game and I mean, obviously McKissick got the touchdowns, but Gibson was showing the total yeah. yard that he could get. Gibson which, looked really good, which was promising. Yeah. I think, I think I overacted a bit. I dumped him earlier and thought he's, <laughs> he's just not as good as I hoped he was. The offense is not any good, but I think he really was injured with that, that hit him in like a hairline fracture in his shin. Yeah, so. I don't think, I don't think that was an overreaction at all. I think, what you did was smart considering how he was playing. So, and what you got was it's true. Pro- it worked out well. Good price. <laughs> uh, it's not huge news, but again, we've talked about this guy a lot and for tight ends, like this is someone you could stream week to week and, and uh, Dan Arnold is going to be out four to six weeks with an MCL sprain. So that's pretty much the rest of the fantasy season as far as you're concerned. So uh, you feel free dumping him. Jalen hurts is a little bit hobbled with an ankle injury suffered late in the Eagles loss. Keep an eye on it. Nick Sirianni didn't seem too concerned about it, but this is one where you can end up sitting. Uh, just keep an eye on that. And then Zach Wilson was also limping on the same leg no. he injured previously. I don't know. Not Whatever. Zach. He also threw an interception off of his own player's back. So I was going to say, is that the new butt fumble, like back interception? I was just thinking of the butt fumble when I watched the video of that thing. I was like, this is, they're trying to get rid of the butt fumble. He's doing his best. <laughs> I think Mark Maybe. Sanchez paid him off, says, hey, Mark uh, Zach, come here for a second. Here's I got an idea. Bucks. Do yeah, something stupid. So it'll go viral. Yeah, it'll go viral. You'll make some money. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater had a lower leg injury, came back into the game. Drew Locke was so bad. So <laughs> they were like, Teddy, can you go out and just stand there? Because You're better on better one leg than, yeah. than a healthy Drew. Yeah. I think the only reason to even worry about this one is because if Drew Locke does start, that, that does impact your receivers in Denver because he sucks. He's awful. Sorry, Drew. Oh, I, I gave him Cortland Sutton. Sorry. Womp womp. Uh, we found out that Justin Fields has a few cracked ribs, quote unquote, a few cracked ribs. So he, I would think we'll miss some time, but who knows? They'd be, they'd be absolutely insane to put him back in there at this point. No, no reason. Other news way, outside of injuries. Way, can, we just, can we just talk about the, the end of the Lions Bears game and how pumped up and jacked Matt Nagy was when Matt Nagy went through? It was, <laughs> it was so jacked. As, as if he won the NFC Championship going to the Super Bowl. It's like, this is my Super Bowl, beating the Lions. I mean, I they just need to fire him on the spot. I thought they were going to oh fire gosh. him. And I know there are like rumors about firing him, and then they're like, no, they're not true. And it's like, if you lose to the Lions, you know he's going to get fired. Oh, but yeah. I honestly, I think if you have to beat the Lions on the last second field goal as time expires, you also have to get fired, in my opinion. That's just awful. Um, in other news, other news, Cam Newton... Cam Newton got benched for PJ Walker. <laughs> he was awful. Tony Jones Jr. was a lead back in New Orleans. Woof Nothing. against the Bills. Please come back, Alvin. Uncle Lenny, high yeah. on those turkey legs, blew it up. I know you Don't were not me. I was not sad. too stoked about that. Yeah. Just But you're welcome, yourself. Blake. Even though you thought I gave you a lemon and AJ Brown, which I did, but Lenny which made I up did. for it. <laughs> Unfortunately, Blake is now out of the playoff picture. R.I.P. Blake. He got the win, though. He got the win. He did get the win. Um, didn't matter. So Joe Mixon made you pay for your Steelers <laughs> pick. Just yes. as soon as you as soon as you doubt him. 165 yards, two touchdowns. I think maybe Harbinger. I'll just instead of Cyclops, I'm just gonna create the villain and be it and be it myself. I'm I'm You're Harbinger. Harbinger now. Yeah. If uh, Stan Lee is listening, hook us up. Harbinger. We'll take we'll take just a little bit of royalties on that. R.I.P. Stan Lee. All right, he's not with us anymore. <laughs> he's, he's not alive. Actually, yeah, I forgot that. <laughs> um yeah, he just died recently, didn't he? Like within the last couple uh, of years. Yeah, the last couple of years. Yeah. Like two or three years ago. Yeah, that's right. Um Patriots whooped that Titans ass in the second half. Yeah. I mean it was a at halftime, half. it was really close. It was and then close. it just blew it out. It reminded me of like a college game where Alabama plays like an upstart Central Florida team or something where you're like they can hang with them for the first half. For a half. And then, and then they the get second half tired. like the depth, the depth kicks in and all of a sudden you see like cream rises and all of a sudden like the Titans had no no business being in that game and and that's why I was disappointed that it wasn't a full Titan squad because you know the Patriots are playing some of the best football in the in the league right now and I would have loved to have seen it against a true Titan team and this was not it wasn't anywhere close it was Ryan what are you talking about Dontrell (laughs) Hilliard and Deontay Foreman and Nick Westbrook Akine I mean did you see did Ricky start Akine did Ricky start him because Uh, yeah he did yeah, he, he got a touchdown. touchdown. Two for 25 and touchdown. Hilliard and Deontay Foreman both over 100 yards, which was I mean, wild. they got 250 yards on the ground, which was weird. But anyway, yeah. I mean, love the Patriots, the fact that they they crushed, but wish it was against a better, a fuller, healthier Titan team. Tannehill had 93 passing yards. 
Jeez. Let that sink in for a minute. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. We did see some great games. So the, uh, the games we were excited about did turn out to be great, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. The Bucks and Colts was a great game. The Rams and Packers was a great game. The Vikings and 49ers was a great game. Those teams all look like playoff teams, and I hope they are because they're they're showing some stuff. They looked really good. Okay. No kidding. That Bucks Colts was I mean, they were down double did the Bucks were down double digits. Supposedly it was Leonard Fournette at halftime stirring them up, getting them all riled up. Right. Was, and Rod Gronkowski of all people was saying that it was Fournette that got everybody jacked up. So yeah. that's that's interesting to note. That is Leonard. Well, uncle. And to the and to the point, like it's one thing to say all that, it's nothing to do it. And he showed up with and four touchdowns and he's like, Y'all, let's do this. And they're like, Hell yeah, this dude's inspired. He's fired up. And he's showing. He's putting his money where his mouth is. So yeah, that'll get that'll that'll do it. Yeah, that'll, that'll do it for results. You. Uh, in other news around the league, we heard that Taysom Hill's taking first team reps in practice this week. It looks like no! Simeon is going to get the boot. <laughs> Trevor, no! your man. Oh boy, I can't start him anymore. Oh come on. Oh. I think Taysom is going to get the start first start this week. So um, yeah, fantasy relevant Taysom for sure. And then Mike McCarthy, head coach of the Cowboys, has got COVID, so he's not going to coach Thursday night. Well, they were uh, saying there was like eight or something positive results on the staff. Yeah. Uh, was there talk that they could postpone the game like they did last year? I've seen no games were canceled last year. They did a lot of reshuffling, but um, yeah. I thought I heard a potential whisper rumor. That you that know, it happen. is Thursday night. I, I wouldn't be shocked if they tried to at least bump it. Um, I don't know. With the vaccinated, with the, with the vaccines, people can test positive and come back same week. You know, like it, it right. would be possible. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't heard that. Um, I guess keep an eye. Actually, out for the it. Cowboys are petitioning that that doesn't happen. Like, Mike, it's okay, Mike. You stay home. Almost Matt Nagy esque. It's you like stay Matt home. Nagy. Yeah, it's fine. It's <laughs> really fine. No, no, no. We'll play. It's really fine. It's uh, we'll Don't just let Dak. It. We'll let Dak run the show. <laughs> so there you have it. There's the recap from the league. Yeah. Quite an eventful week. What do you say we hit up some blind resumes? Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Do you mind if I go first? yeah after the elijah moore debacle is that why you're thinking (laughs) just so we can cut it after me and then we'll be no i'm kidding man dude you were listen i will tell you i'll tell you what i did so i looked at this again i waited till last night to do the blind resumes right so it's monday night it's been a full day since the games are done and i'm looking (laughs) at the stats of these guys all right and i'm looking at last four games again and i'm i shit you not some of the players were using the last four games and some of them were using the last five games so like you had, I had to go in there and manually calculate oh to make gosh. sure I got the right stats here because this that that irritated me last week. Much like one of my fantasy team names of years past, it's a conspiracy camp. They're just trying to get you. It's a conspiracy. Uh, okay. So since you've been getting creative on me the past few weeks, I decided to give you a little creativity and kind of get a little a little zonky. That's what I combined like. <laughs> bonky and i don't know what the z part was god what is my deal today harbinger anyway harbinger. so here You're we go very opulent it's not opulent word. <laughs> i think very opulent. Is, uh, that might be I a have, brand of escargo very many leather bound books so it's i'm very lauder it's a scent from estee lauder zonky <laughs> actually uh with jake gyllenhaal is the cover boy for it so it's cool there you go all right so what i did here is i did groupings so i have a running back and wide receiver combo that i want you to pick from so i'm going to give you one pairing of a wide receiver and a running back and then a second pairing of a wide oh receiver my and a running four back. players okay so four total players so get your pen ready get your popcorn ready here we go <laughs> okay here we go all right so here's the first grouping all right okay. so running back a oh, and these are all averages for the season okay, okay. so not last four weeks this is averages for the season Okay. So running back A has 17.8 attempts per game for 64 yards, half a touchdown with 4.7 receptions for 32 yards. Okay. And he is paired with wide receiver A who averages seven targets, four receptions for 60 yards and also half a touchdown. Okay. So that's the first pairing. Pairing A. Okay. Okay. Going up against pairing B where running back B averages 16 attempts for 68 yards with 1.7 receptions for 15 yards. Hang on. Any touchdowns? Oh, shoot. Let me get back to you on that. Uh, I don't know how I missed that. You said on receptions you had how many? 
uh, for receptions, 1.7 receptions for 15 yards. And then um, wide receiver B has eight targets for six receptions, 73 yards, and half a touchdown. And okay. for running back, uh, the running back I just mentioned, he's I'm it's like he's got one. 0.3 touchdowns. Oh, 0. 0.3. Yeah, average. Again, this is average per game. Okay, so you've got a slightly better receiver, at least two more receptions and 13 more yards per game in the second pairing. But in the first pairing, running back is getting more receiving love. 4.7 receptions per game versus 1.7. 32 yards versus 15. Mm-hmm. Is that right? So which grouping do you like better, okay. A or B? Hmm. I mean, I like the passing volume for running back A, and I like the passing volume for wide receiver B. So I guess <laughs> that's how they kind of even each other out, right? I'm guessing A is somewhere in the like the Miles Gaskin type range. Um, B is a disappointing season this person's having. You talking 16, about the running 68. back? Oh, yeah, okay. running back B. Yeah. Um, maybe we've got a Daryl Henderson in here. This is kind of like middle of the pack running backs. I would think wide receivers four for 60 and a touchdown every other game. Not terrible. Um, six for 73. I'd rather have that. Boy, this is tough. Cause yeah, you kind of have, rather have one of the other of each pair. Um, I guess I would go with that running back with the volume. So I'd take, I'd take pairing a, you like pairing a. Yeah. Okay. So, Pairing A, and just so you know, I'm just going to give you the whole shebang. This was the proposed trade between you and Ricky. Uh, running back A Najee. is Najee Harris. Yeah, now, I for wide receiver Najee, but for wide receiver A, uh, you guys weren't talking about taking a wide receiver from his team, so I just threw one in. That is Corey Davis of the Jets. Okay. Um, so running back B, as you said, disappointing. Disappointing you is David Montgomery with ride receiver huh. B being Chris Godwin. Uh, hmm. So in your eyes, you would rather have Najee and Corey Davis. So it's interesting. interesting. Yeah. yeah, it is interesting. Okay. But I mean, you were torn and you were, you were right on it where you're saying, you know, you'd rather have running back A and wide receiver B. And those were the two players. Two better players. wanted to swap. Yeah. He wanted, well, he that, wanted he, Godwin. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, and then Monty and God and uh, Najee both shit the bed, and so did Godwin. Actually, yeah, they all <laughs> did. They all three are terrible games. <laughs> all three of those players were proving to us. You know what? Don't trade us. Just, like, we, just stay. We, <laughs> we just stay where we are. Okay. <laughs> all right. So um, I am doing all receivers, and I have okay. two pairings for you. My first pairing, I will say, these are for last four weeks. Okay. These are totals, not averages. Last four these weeks. Guys both, these guys have both played four games. Wide receiver one has 39 targets, 19 catches, 349 yards, and two touchdowns. He also okay. rushed twice for 17 yards and a touchdown. 73.6 points. Okay. Wide receiver boo. boo. <laughs> Wide receiver B. He's got 42 targets. Similar there. 28 catches, 339 yards, two touchdowns. No rushes. So 73.9 points. Uh, so similar targets, both 39, 42, no different there. But then the uh, the catch rate is what gets me. You know me. Mm-hmm. I love me some receptions. Um, mm-hmm. So this is past four games. It's a good clip. It's about a little over 80 yards a game for both of them, really. So... Yeah, I got to go with B just because of the uh, better catch rate. Yeah, I thought I thought you would say that, and I'll kind of give the stat. Is it Trevor Simeon? Is he catching balls now? Got jacked up. It is Trevor Simeon and Cam Newton, <laughs> actually. Uh, no. <laughs> so wide receiver A is Darnell Mooney, Okay, who has scored almost exactly the same number of points as wide receiver B, which is Devontae Adams. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So the thing about Mooney is he had that one game where he had 16 targets and caught five passes. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, dude, if you catch like five more of those, this is a legit question mark, you know? Yeah, no kidding. And he's been hot. So he's had three games in a row now of 19 or more. We got, a, points. 
he had a hundred hit a hundred yards on Thanksgiving. He helped you in the yep. dupe bet. Yep. So he's been really good lately, and uh, he is far and away their number one receiver. And Robinson hasn't played in some of these games, but even when he's out there, Mooney's the guy. So he's I mean he's just he's playing well. Yeah. You know? Wow. Hanging right there with Devontae. That's an that's interesting. Yeah. It's a little bit down for Devontae, too, you know. Right. But Mooney's been uh he's been a stud. Well, because one of those games was with Jordan Love, right? The past mm-hmm. four weeks? Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, I'm still happy I picked the right guy this time. Woo. But it's not it's not I will say it's not like that one game is what dragged him all the way down. Because right. he's had like he's had like 10, 18, and 16, and then like a 24, you know? Yeah. And Mooney was like 20, 20, 19, and then like a six, you know, something <laughs> like that. All right. So I'm happy with Devontae. Okay. Let's see what other zonky stuff you got for me here. Zonkers. Well, it's another pairing if you want me to do that again. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So once the same idea, it's a wide receiver and a running back and uh, averages for the season. Okay. Okay. All right. Here is wide receiver. A is getting uh, seven and a half targets for four and a half receptions, averaging 63 yards and a touchdown a game. Running back a is averaging almost 11 carries for 37 yards with half a touchdown and four and a half receptions for 25 yards. Okay. So that's, that's grouping a grouping B uh, wide receiver, wide receiver B is averaging 7.8 targets with 4.6 receptions, 61 yards with 0.3 touchdowns a game. And then running back B is averaging 12 and a half attempts for 56 yards, half a touchdown, and then 4.6 receptions for 32 yards. Okay. We got some receiving running backs here. This is good. A little bit lower volume on the uh, rushing. So split in the backfield there for sure. Um, Receiver A, a touchdown a game. Touchdown a game. That's legit. That's 11 or 12 touchdowns. I mean, that's, that's a, that's a crap ton. Um, that's like Mike Evans, Mike Williams territory, Jamar chase. Uh, but chase, I think I would have said has higher yardage, but the last like three games or so he's down to like 30, 40 yards a game. Yeah. He has dropped. Um, wide receiver B exact same target share catches yardage, just not the touchdowns. Um, so I'm gonna have to go with I'm gonna have to go with the first pairing because the only real difference here is the touchdowns for the receiver. Yeah. Otherwise, you're looking at this pretty much same stats, a little bit more rushing yardage for for running back B. Yeah. Uh, running back A not that effective with the carries he's getting, but all right. Um, so you're going with grouping A. I'm gonna go with grouping A. Yep. Okay. Well, this is the trade I just pulled off with Blake. So grouping A is Mike Evans and Saquon Barkley, and grouping B is AJ Brown and. Uh, Leonard Fournette. And this includes Leonard's massive game just a few days ago. So, really? Yeah, that's including. Huh. Well, I guess, like, how many receiving touchdowns are we talking about here for these guys? Yeah, shockingly, Fournette, that was his first one. That that's his got. first one? Okay, and Saquon yep. doesn't have any, I don't think, right? Uh, I don't think he does. He might have one. Um, but, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Man, it's it's kind of crazy how hot these guys can get, and then when you look at it over a whole season, sixty something yards. You know, like I don't know, AJ Brown had a couple like one hundred and sixty yard games in there, right? But then you see, like AJ Brown had yeah three good games, and then everything else has been bad. Uh, and Saquon has one receiving touchdown. So yeah, but yeah, interesting. So that was, okay. that was the trade I just pulled. So I'm glad you agreed with me. There yeah, you go. I feel better. Great but move. even though if I had not made the trade, I would have beaten you this week. But that's okay. I don't look in the past. I look forward. Yeah. Look forward. I'm not salty and not desperate for that win to lock up a playoff spot. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Okay, so I have receivers, but I'm going to have three wide receivers for you. Whoa, three. Okay. Yep. You I got always have to throw a twist, don't you? This is the only twist I can think of this week. Um, so here we go. Ready. And they're going to sound kind of crazy, but their point totals are all really close. Can I, so Can I just make a wild guess and who you're doing? No. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Wide receiver one, 31 nice. targets, 26 catches, 259 yards, two touchdowns. You said this is the past four weeks? Uh, yes. Past four okay. weeks. Yep. 
and two rushes for seven yards. So that's okay. 64.6 fantasy points. Okay. Wide receiver two, 31 targets, 25 catches, 286 yards, two touchdowns, two rushes for 10 yards. The exact same 64.6 points. Wow. Wide receiver three. Wide receiver three. This is where things get different, but Uh-oh. you see why I did it. 18 targets, but 16 catches. Ooh. 235 yards. Uh, yeah, I was going to say 250 yards. 235 yards and three touchdowns. So one more touchdown here. Four rushes for 50 yards. 62.5 fancy points. Huh. So these guys are all within two points. Wow. Okay. Um, man. You said these last four weeks, all within two points. They've all played four games. Can I make a guess on one of them? I'll allow it. At first, before you even said like who, like before you gave me stats, I was like, he's just going to do the Patriots receiving core because it's just like all equal and then no one's like really standing out. So that's what I thought you were doing. That would have been interesting. I was like, ah, that's not what I did, right? I'm going to say one is someone who has been on blind resumes before. I'm going to guess one is one Hunter Renfro. One is Hunter Renfro. That's oh, yes. Okay. I don't know which one, but it's got to be one of the 31 target guys. So I'm going to go with that. I don't know which one it is, though. Ooh. All right. I'm going to go with uh, wide receiver B, the 31 targets, 25 catches for 286. Because of the yardage? Yes, because he got the slight the slight edge over the 26 catch guy. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. So wide receiver one, wide receiver A, is Hunter Renfro. Ah, there's Hunter. Okay. Wide receiver two or wide receiver B is Chris Godwin. Oh, wow. Okay. Wide receiver three or C is Kendrick Bourne of the Patriots. I knew a Patriot was going to be in there. Okay. Two fantasy points separate these three guys. Yeah, Bourne. I mean, because Bourne has been, had some big plays for touchdowns. Did you see his stiff arm, by the way? I did not. I could not oh. bring myself to watch. Yeah, that's sorry. Massacre. But yeah, he had a huge stiff arm going down the sideline to score a touchdown. But yeah, Kendrick Bourne is he's feast or famine. Let's be honest. You cannot count on him. But he's yeah, he's right up there. He's had two or three 20 point games in a row. So it's it's wild. That's interesting. Yep. Yeah. Hunter he's coming on strong just, lately. Hunter Renfro just loves keeping his name up there with the big boys. He's just like, hey, Hunter Renfro is a blind there. resume champion. Yes, he's, he is. he's a staple in the blind resumes. <laughs> hey, listen, we've been talking about him all year. You know, we've yeah. been from the very beginning of the year. This guy is a really solid floor. Like he will mm-hmm. get you. He's a great flex play because he will get you four or five catches for 50, 60 yards every game. And he's just doing it every game just consistently. So love it. All, all right. right. It was good. Good job on the uh, Hunter Renfro guests. Good job on your mixing things up and making it really confusing for your blind resumes. And that was right. That was great. Because I was great. like, how can I, how can I blindly get him to see who won or who would be better in the trades? I was like, how can, okay, I'm going to go for it and see if he can do it. I thought you were going to pick up on it. It was really good. You should have said these are trades you made in a different league or something. Because like, if you mentioned like trades, who would you really have in this trade? That would be kind of fun. That would be interesting. But that was yeah. good. I didn't pick up. I mean, I didn't study the stats that closely. They average stats that right. closely. You know, that's why I, I made. I, I made a trade. I did the averages. I did averages kind of throw you off, and also. Because since uh, in the second one, I had Saquon. I'm like, well, that's not fair. He's only played a handful of games. So I got to do the average because the totals would be way off. And with Montgomery being hurt, too, that would be way off. So had to do True. averages. True. Okay. That's fair. Well, great job. Great job on the blind resume, as always. Oh, yeah. Let's hit some waiver wire, waiver wire targets here. Uh, this is going to be an interesting week because we've got a couple of backups that may not be <laughs> rostered in your leagues. And All if they're not, backups. this is the time to spend your top waiver priority pick. All your saving all year, (laughs) whatever you've got. Yeah. Go, go strong after these guys. Okay. So first off, and I just do this positionally in order. So quarterbacks, the only name you really need to look at here, I think is Taysom Hill. He's someone that you could consider using a waiver pick on because he's been a top 12, 15 quarterback when he's gotten starts in the past. He's got so much um, work with his legs. So someone to consider coming off the waiver wire, but running backs are where it's at this week for sure. So 
We've got Chuba Hubbard, who we know is going to be the starter the rest of the season for the Panthers. You got Alexander Madison, who's going to be spelling Dalvin Cook for we don't know exactly how long, probably a week or two. You got Tony Pollard, same idea. We don't know for sure he's gonna they're gonna sit Zeke, but it seems like it's trending in that direction. Pollard has been more than serviceable when given the opportunity. I would like them to rest Zeke. Pollard will be a total stud for a couple weeks if they sit him. Jamal Williams, same thing. Watch for DeAndre Swift. If they sit him, again, he's the future of the franchise. I mean, even if he's able to play, do you think they're going to trot him out there with an injured shoulder and risk hurting more? I don't know. Dan Campbell's fighting for his job. He needs a win, man. <laughs> he needs is a he, win. Is, isn't this his first year? It is his first year. Yeah. I mean, and I, I, mean, think, I, I actually think people like him around the organization just with his mindset. I think people like him. I think people like him a lot. I certainly, oh, man. outside looking in, think he's, think he's a good fit for them. He needs a win. He doesn't need a win. Jamal Williams is good. Yes. And then the other the other thing I'll mention this again because this was kind of just interesting. We talked about this last time. Probably not a waiver claim, but again, Matt Breida was the best Breida. running back in in Buffalo. Okay. So Zach Moss was a healthy scratch, which I found really surprising. And so it was basically Singletary and Breida, and Breida got the touchdown. Breida looked like the better back. Maybe a change in the guard in Buffalo. Maybe. And then uh, last name here on the running backs, Dontra Hilliard had himself a game against the Patriots. You don't know if this is Jeremy McNichols being out and Hilliard's kind of filling in. You don't know if they're still just trying to figure out who's going to be their lead back. Uh, Again, Deontay Foreman had a hundred yards too. So it's not like he's going to get supplanted. I just, um, maybe they're doing running back roulette. I don't know. in in Tennessee, but if you, I wouldn't use a waiver on him, but if you got an extra spot on your bench, maybe worth a stash, I would say Uh, wide receivers. So, Again, we'll just mention these names again, just in case. Brandon Ayuk for like the third week in a row, strong week. If Debo's yeah. going to miss time, he's going to be even better. You got to get him, and I would even but start you, him. I would say, even with Debo being healthy, granted he's more in the backfield now, but he's been getting the touchdowns. He's been the primary target share guy. So yeah, yep, Ayuk, he's been really him. good. Darnell Mooney, same thing we mentioned him earlier. That's three straight games of nineteen plus points. He's looking really good. He's a speedster. He can take any anyone to the house. Um, plus he's getting the volume. I think he's going to turn into a really stud receiver down the stretch. And Kendrick Bourne, we'll just mention this, you know, 20 plus points in two of the last three games, double, double digits in half of his games this year. He has been a bit boomer bust. It's kind of been like miles Gaskin. There it was like every other week was a good one, <laughs> but uh, maybe they're figuring something out with okay. him and getting him more involved. Fun fact, miles Gaskin finally had back to back good games. That's right. They had double he digits did. on an even number. I think it was <laughs> so, <laughs> first time all year. So that was good. Um, and then I just wanted to give an update on last week's guys because, you know, we don't want to hide behind who we recommend here. Uh, Traquan Smith finished with 7.1 points, which is about, I think, his floor over the last five games, at least. That's his floor. So not his best outing, but he still got, you know, four or five receptions here, just low yardage and didn't hit the end zone. Um, I still think he's a decent play for a number one receiving option in New Orleans. Sure. Uh, LaVisca Chenault, we talked about him with Jamal Agnew going down. Ended up with nine targets. He only got five for 33. But if you get nine targets consistently, that's worth, that's worth an ad. And then randomly, Laquan Treadwell showed up in Jacksonville. Didn't what even know he was on the team. Jacksonville. <laughs> he ended up with eight targets. So they replaced Agnew with two guys who got 17 targets. Um, Treadwell went four for 53. They both could be viable flex plays. I keep an eye. Uh, I would trust Chenault a little bit more because he's got a history there. But Treadwell has got a lot of pedigree. So could be a good player there. Cedric Wilson, he balled out for you. If you needed him last week, told you one week, he's good for one week because CDs should be coming back and I think Cooper will be back. But he balled out over 100 yards at a big game on Thanksgiving. So uh, hopefully you got him when you needed him and you can dump him this week if you want or just stash him if you if you got the space. And same with Westbrook Akine. Two for 25, not impressive, but he did get a touchdown. touchdown. He led the team in targets with five. With five. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there you go. Not all that impressive, but it was New New England, and they pretty much shut down the passing game. So I don't know why, but that yeah. just brings me back to uh, I, we've talked about this before. But Skip Prosser, the, the former Wake Forest basketball coach, saying at halftime we were getting killed, and uh, he's going through the stat sheet, and he goes, uh, "Todd Henley, you and I have got the same amount of rebounds, and I'm <laughs> sitting my ass on the bench the entire yeah. time, so and I'm not six like, ten. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like you're leading with five targets, which is not great." <laughs> I am almost. I'm second on the team with zero targets. That's right. That's right. Um, and then tight end again. Keep an eye on Darren Waller. If you got him, you're going to want to look at Foster Moreau here. I don't think you'll have to use a waiver claim on him, but if Waller is going to miss extended time for any reason, 
and someone in your league needs a tight end, which God knows most people do, Moreau's going to be a hot target. Let's give an update on the Yahoo League. What do you say? Yeah, let's do it. I'm okay with it. I've I've come to terms. So it was rivalry, rivalry week again for Ethan and I. Why? Whenever we play each other, our teams just decide to both suck. Like, it's not like you crushed me. We both had terrible outings. I texted you at one point when both of our quarterbacks, this was early in the second half, had under a point each. (laughs) Jalen Hurts had .28 for you, and Tom Brady had .68 for me. So it's like, why? Whenever we and I play, we have our worst showings of the year. It was not good. Um, My fantasy defense just put the clamps on you is what it was. Yeah. It was like 110 to 98 or something. It It was bad. And besides the fact that he would have gotten me four touchdowns, I guess uh, Leonard Fournette gave that rousing speech for your team. He did. Just didn't give me the touchdowns because he was no longer on mine. It was he was angry. He was angry. He was mad. Yeah, he's a revenge game for him. Um, Debo, Zeke, Jalen Hurts all banged up for me. It really scares me. Uh, I think they're all short term, and I think I'll be fine for the playoffs. But. You don't want to see studs like that go down. You had AJ Brown go down before the game, and you had that's why I traded Hop- him. DeAndre Hopkins on a on a buy, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. But then Dalvin, and it was the worst because I was following that Vikes game because you had Debo and I had Dalvin. I was like, okay, this is this is big. I even text you as the game's about to start. I'm like, all right, it's coming down to it comes down to Debo versus Debo. Dalvin and Terry McLaurin. Right, and at that point, I was down. I think. 15 or 16 points. I'm like, okay, I don't yeah. feel terrible. I feel okay. As long as yep. Dalvin has a fine game and then uh, he's just going to get hurt. And then of course I'm watching Debo. He's getting zero <laughs> targets, which is amazing. And then it's like, okay, he has three rushes for 20 yards. I'm fine with this. And then he gets a touchdown right before the half. And then I turned it off because I was having dinner or something. Then I see your text. I'm like, whenever Kemper texts me, it's either really good or really bad. What's it going to be? It's like, I love Debo. I'm like, God damn it. Uh, (laughs) I I just said, no, I think I said Debo has a full-time running back at this point. And I said, thankfully, he's a damn good one. (laughs) Yeah, that was it. (laughs) Thankfully, I was like, well, that's not a good sign. He gets like eight carries for 70 yards and two touchdowns, something like that, where you're just like, come on. Yeah. Um, so then it came down to I needed Terry McLaurin to give me a Monday night miracle. I think I needed ten, uh, 23 or 24 out of him to get the win, and he got me nine. So yeah. good job, Terry. Yeah, it was uh, it was not pretty, but I will take the win, obviously. It does hurt your chances in the playoffs, which I, I do hate because I want to see you in there. But you dropped on seventh place. You're still hanging around the fringe. And you're only a game back from two guys that are in fifth and sixth that you could easily pass. There's two more weeks in the regular season. You can get it the done. One, you, the you one thing spot. that hurts the one thing that hurts me though is that I've I've lost control of my own destiny where I yeah. now need help. Whereas like you, even you if need I to win, win out and they lose, yeah. Exactly. I need one of those two teams to lose, which is entirely possible. Uh one of them's a boy Ricky, which his team's starting to get a little more healthy. He's getting his guys back, which is bad for me. But yeah, that's well, the one I thing got, I'm bummed out. Listen, I lost my I got I got Ricky this week. I got Ricky this week, so if I can take care of him and right. help you out, you know, you gotta you gotta That'd go in there great. and take care of yourself. Unfortunately, yep. you got to play the number two team in the league this week, so you're yeah. going to need to take care of business. Um, but I think he's got some some guys out too. Well, he's got and some then, Packers, so they're out. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, he's got Devontae and and Aaron Jones. So I mean, that's that's good for you. You got a shot and here. I made I made these trades thinking for this week especially. I was I was going on the assumption I was going to lose you regardless, but then once again, Ted Lasso, it's the hope that kills you. We were both sucking. Yeah. I was like, I could win this, especially after the win. Thanksgiving games. You had two or three guys already playing, and I just had one, and I was right there because I had Dalton yep. Schultz got a touchdown. Um, yep. But it was the hope that killed me, man. So anyway, hope that kind of that dampened my spirits. But I was playing for this coming week and the next. Those are the two must wins. And those are why I made the trades because of buys. So here's where I got to put my money where my mouth is. And let's do let's it. see, man. Let's see if he can do it. I'm rooting for you. I am sitting in first place very comfortably. Three game yes. lead over the this. second place team. And there are only two games left. So I've locked up the regular season championship. Um, and then I'm four games up on the number three team and like five games up on the number four. Team. I mean, it's like the, this league is very... There's a there's a lot of parity in the middle there. Like everybody's at yeah. either well, like seven and five, eight. six and six, and five five and seven. You know, but but then like I'm up at eleven and one, just yeah, you know, cruising in the clouds, sitting on your golden throne over there. I have a golden throne. Uh, I will say what's interesting is so my team has balled out. I have the most points in the league by a pretty yeah. wide margin. 
but it's been a little up and down and I've thrown some stinkers. I've thrown two stinkers against Both you, against specifically. Me. <laughs> but I've thrown a few stinkers and that, that makes, always makes me nervous going to the playoffs because anything can happen. And it's only it's one true. week, you know, that's so the, that's uh, the crappy part. We'll like you can be dominating all year and then it just comes down to, if you have one bad week, it don't matter. It doesn't matter if you're the sixth seed or the one it just depends on what week you have. This has been one of those teams where I have the most points for me and, and the least points against in the whole yeah. league. So Which it's like scary. double weight. Like it just makes it super easy for me to be sitting here at 11 and one. Uh, but again, doesn't, doesn't give me a lot of confidence. So we'll see what happens. Hey, just know if I make it to the playoffs and then I face you in the semis, just know it's hard to beat a three, a team three times in a year. Just remember that. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> you will change your game plan. I'm sure. Yep, I'm sure you have yep. a, different, a new game plan, some trick, <laughs> some trick plays in there. And I, I go back to our Wake Forest days. I think you were either a junior or the sophomore at the time, or a sophomore, I want to say. Uh, Wake had destroyed Maryland uh, in the regular season twice that year. And then we're going to the ACC tournament. We're like the two or the three seed. I can't remember. And then Maryland is low. They're like the 10 seed or the set or whatever. And then we played them and got completely curb stomped. And it's just like, once again, it's hard to beat a team three times a year. So, yeesh. Yeah, not, not good. Remember they had uh, Gilchrist, John Gilchrist. Remember that guy, point guard. Yep, yep. Yeah, I was trying to think out. if it was before Juan was there or if it was. Uh, I think it was after like Steve Blake and all that, right? Yeah, it was after Blake was gone. It was it was yeah. the John Gilchrist show. Okay, and who was that white guy? Uh, this forward, uh, Medlet Nick. Shoot, I can't think of his name. Do you remember? Do you know who I'm talking about? That athletic mm-hmm. white kid shoot the ball when he was tall nick Kaner medley remember that guy oh my gosh hyphenated yeah now that you mentioned that i think he was on that team too he might have been like a freshman or a sophomore gosh i, I remember i mean i remember the carolina teams i remember the duke teams i remember right. julius hodge getting punched in the nuts julius. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best and worst at the same time i remember tim pickett the fastest player i've ever seen in college basketball Jeez, florida, florida state. state um i remember a bunch of those guys that we watched uh, Sean May and Raymond Felton and Rashawn McCants and all those guys for Carolina. Um, yeah, that was a dirty team. Who we, we beat? Some good, we beat that we team beat when them. they won the we championship. Yep, that's right. Uh, but we also lost to Illinois by like forty. So <laughs> when they beat <laughs> Illinois, I was like, "Yeah, Which, well, we beat Carolina." And they're like, "Yeah, we, we lost it literally to us by like a hundred. <laughs> it was bad. I was at that game, and that was honestly the the most hostile environment I had ever been in. And that's including like at Duke and stuff like that. That at Illinois game was unbelievable the whole arena was orange yeah it was whole arena it was so loud everything was just shaking that was a good illinois team d brown luther head darren williams um james augustine is the center yikes they had a a a nasty team team. i got so tired i was so mad though of course i had to go back to illinois yeah like winter break (laughs) and stuff and listen to people talk shit to me the whole time i was like cool great this is good times um speaking of talking to shit my mom is talking more shit she's now 11 and 1 in her she league she's talking a, shit she had a monday night comeback russell wilson did just enough to get her the w well that's how comfortably in first place in her league as well did you see that her score breakdown because she has leonard fournette so i'm surprised she had to make a comeback when i saw it, i said it was comeback time i was like why did everyone else yep. good? well she had aj she had to put aj on the bench she, she had, Cooper Cup had a solid game she had zeke Cooper had a Cup solid had like game 20 points Tyler so Higby who did she go against? For her. She went against a guy who had a decent amount of points. I don't. I haven't seen her full. Uh, she sent me just basically like the top half of what the <laughs> matchup looked like. I'm impressed and she can do the screenshot, getting the whole match. Aaron Rodgers and Debo and Michael Gallup. Oh, she was going against. Okay. Uh, she had DK Metcalf got her 1.8. Oh yeah, he was know. terrible. He was bad. Um, she had Fournette. She played James Robinson as well. She had Deontay Johnson, who was solid. Yeah, he was, so she, yeah, I mean, she put up some good shot. points. She put up good points, but um, it got that a little close. W just surprised it was a close one again. You got the W. She's now two games in the lead in hers. If she wins one of the final two games, she will win the regular season of her league. <laughs> Amazing. She's, a, she's leading in points as well. So oh she's, my gosh, she's crushing it. I love it. Yeah, me too. Um, so with all that, I just want to remind people: join the email list, man email.foldingthecheese.com. Go check it out. Give us your email address. We'll start sending you the emails coming out today. It's every Tuesday. It's stupid. You're going to love it. Tell a friend about the pod. Spread the word. Send it to somebody in a text message or send somebody a note and say, hey, you got to check these guys out. They're a bunch of clowns. Write us a review and tell us who you are because if you don't, we're coming for you. We're coming. Send us we a note on Facebook. somehow 
hack the internet and find you. Yeah, we don't know how to do any of that kind of stuff. We'll figure it out. Uh, Twitter handles, we got at the FITC podcast at Kemper Troll. Check us out on there as well. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email. Give us a call in. You know, Ricky got the call in. You know, That's just true. called in live. Shoot us an we'll email so we, you can, so you know, we know you want to call because we'd love to have you on. We love having conversations with, with fancy football people and anybody who just wants to shoot the crap, man. Talk some opulent words and some uh, X-Men. Be great. Harbingers. You want, be, you want to be a harbinger with us? You got it. <laughs> Check us out on the Better Off app. I'm at, I'm K-Troll. I think you're at Ethan Gelfand. Um, Ethan that Gelfand. Boom. All right. It. All right, man. Glad you've recovered from the uh, Thanksgiving hangover. And just remember, as always, keep folding that cheese. Fold it. Next time.